Welcome to the Love Positivism podcast. I'm Shireen Oberg and I'm a yoga teacher and author devoted to the path of healing and heart-based living. And I want to help you to step into what you truly are and to your highest potential. On this podcast, I share with you tools and insights to help you move ever forward on your spiritual and healing path. With guests from all over the world, from different wisdom traditions, I wish to create a web of loving energy that permeates the whole world to create more love and peace. You can connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube for more guidance and love. Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode. I hope you had a beautiful new moon. It's been an intense week, I feel like. Maybe you've felt the shifts and and we're coming up to a, a huge shift with the equinox that's around two weeks from now. And it's so beautiful because it's also aligning with the full moon. So me and Sandra Ray will be having a online equinox and full moon celebration that you can join you can check out the link in the show notes to read more about the event it's really a potent time because we're shifting seasons and uh, just moving into a new season where in the northern hemisphere we're going into the a descent which means that we have the opportunity to transform and release and let things just release from our being that are not serving us and that are not helping us to grow and it's beautiful that it's a full moon in Pisces which is very spiritual and compassionate and all about unconditional love so at the event we will also it's an online gathering and celebration We will work with Mother Earth's energies and shifts and also uh, Goddess Ishtar's different aspects because she's also the queen of heaven and earth and she has her descent story going deep into herself. And we will also work with the magic of this season, what, what it means, what we can help grow and release So I hope you want to join us for that. And I also want to thank Ace of Air as usual. They're sponsoring this show and they are the first and only fully circular circular beauty and wellness brand with a line of clean, vegan and cruelty-free skincare and supplements that have synergistically been formulated at the intersection of herbalist wisdom and modern science focusing on rituals that work from the inside out and you can learn more about them on aceofair.com they're very much inspired by mother nature's ability uh, to have this circular flow of growth and death and to continuously work with that cycle and not to go against what mother earth can provide us with And I'm very excited today for my guest, Nikki Clinch. She's a fellow Hay House author who has recently published her book, Surrender. 
it's so beautiful and in she's she's a maturation coach and facilitator she's an integrative holistic counselor she's an author mentor and a ceo and she's here to guide us all through the powerful life-changing process of growing out of who we think we are and were and what we into what we are born to be it's about breaking free of your past and realizing your true authentic power and living beyond your story and the process that she works with the maturation process is a journey of transformational surrender releasing and dissolving everything that you are not in order to allow who you truly are to unfurl through and i think it's so beautiful because exactly what i spoke about now around this season that we're in is um in in the southern hemisphere it is about growth and transformation in a different way but in in the northern hemisphere we're also surrendering into letting the darkness come in and the days become shorter and we have to surrender to that because that's an important process as well outside of us and within us so i think that this episode will be beautiful to prepare us for the equinox and the full moon coming up and in this episode we speak about healing on all levels of your being the importance of releasing the past how important it is to descend and surrender we, she speaks about the maturation process and we tap into traditional chinese medicine which we are both part of and work with so it's really beautiful i hope that you um enjoy this week's episode and you can always connect with me on instagram at love positivism or facebook the same name and this episode is also recorded on uh, video so it's available on youtube if you would like to watch the video as well and i hope you enjoy this week's episode if you have any comments or feedback connect with me and i'm always so grateful for all of you who leave reviews and ratings on itunes it helps the podcast reach even more people who are on their healing and spiritual path so thank you so much and enjoy hi nikki welcome to the podcast hello lovely to see you and thank you for having me here I'm so happy to connect with you and to talk to you today and for you to share yourself and your work with all of the listeners and those that are watching this on YouTube. And I always start by asking if you have a specific mindfulness practice or ritual that you have on a daily basis that that you feel grounds you and, and connects you with yourself. Well, I mean, I have two, um, and I try to always come back to them um, each day, not rigidly, not like a military operation, but I like to make sure that it feeds into my day. And, and one is I always like to sit, um, and it is meditation, but I like to call it sitting, which means that I'm not trying to get anything or get anywhere, but I just like to sit and be and breathe for a good 10 or 20 minutes. 
Um, and for me, getting out in nature is just tonic for my soul. You know, if I can get my feet on the earth, um, just taking whether it's 10 minutes or an hour to just walk uh, amongst the trees and just really breathe it in and let myself be in the present moment. Um, those are just medicine for me on a daily basis. Mm, I love that too. I love the easy, like just connection and healing that we can receive by being in nature or like being with the elements. It's very uh, soothing and it's really like a medicine. So thank you for sharing that. And I'm so excited to talk to you today. You have just had uh, your new book, uh, Surrender, released, Break Free of the Past, Realize Your Power, Live Beyond Your Story. Yeah, I have it too. <laughs> it's so colorful and beautiful and just like the colors of the soul, I think. It's, it, it's really also... I'm just, when I see the colors, I'm thinking of you and what you are and what you, it, it really is a beautiful cover and it really reflects you. So maybe you want to share with the listeners, maybe people have uh, followed you, listened to your beautiful uh, talks and uh, read your books and, and maybe you want to share a little bit of your path leading here and who you are if if someone hasn't uh, connected with you yet sure yeah well you know I I think there are kind of two big phases of my my journey I mean there's been a lot of big shifts but two really big pivotal um changes in my journey that have allowed me to be here today um and both of which I share in the book and you know, the the beginning was 22 years ago. Um, I, you know, I, and it's hard to believe really when you sit with me and you know me and you, and you, you know, we're here speaking with each other. Even when I say it, it's hard for me to believe, you know, 22 years ago, I, I was a fall down drunk, drug addict, bulimic. Um, I was, you know, the one that you would cross the road to, to, to walk on the other side of the road from, um, uh, I was getting into big messes wherever I was going and and just very, very unhappy um, and just in a constant internal battle and struggle within myself all the time. Um, and yeah, I, I, I just was in this turmoil where I, I was desperate to be someone else and to not be as I am and, and where I was, but there was no way out. Every time I tried to get out, I would get into more trouble or I would get into more problems. So, you know, I, I hit rock bottom when I was 20 and it, it really was a rock bottom. I, I, I wasn't sure whether I wanted to continue my life. Um, when I write about it in the book, that was the first point of surrender for me. Um, I woke up one morning, same madness in my mind um you know today i'm gonna eat well i'm gonna stop drinking i'm gonna be good and then of course within an hour all the habits and the patterns and all the thoughts would start coming back um but today there was something different about that day i i somehow i i i i broke down 
And I landed on the floor in my living room and all this grief just started flooding through me. And it, as I, and I didn't try to stop it. And I just let it come. And as I was sobbing on the floor and it must've been a good hour, um, it felt like I was crying for everything that I had never really ever said or never felt allowed myself to feel. And, and that was my first point of surrender. I, I whispered out loud, I just don't know how to do this, please help. Um, and within an hour, I was in a doctor's office. Within a few more hours, I was in treatment. And that was the beginning of a new path for me. Um, and then I share about in the book, you know, for the first 10 years, I, I did everything, you know, well, I, I got clean, I stopped drinking, I, I started doing yoga, and I started meditating, and I was drinking my green juice, and I was kind of ticking all the boxes that looked like I was doing good. And society and the world would I was accepting me now. Um, I, I, I was part of community. And yet, somehow, even though everything was better, I was still struggling with the same internal suffering that just never seemed to go away for long, long enough. Little bouts of freedom, but it would always come back, this kind of low self-worth, self-doubt, insecurity, shame. And, and so it made me realize that, you know, even though I, I looked better and I was now in a place where society accepted me, really not an awful lot had changed since my addiction days. It was tidier, but internally I still wasn't free. So that was the beginning where I started to really look into the work of maturation and ontology and how our mind works and how the nature of how our past imprints our present. And that was really the beginning for me to dive deeper into transformational work. Um, I went back to school. I trained in Chinese medicine. I trained in diving deeply into the elements, um, not just um, with diet and, and um, energy healing, but also with your emotional healing um, and, and a full integrative um, way of healing and balance within yourself. Um, and I qualified as a, um, a macrobiotic counselor. And then I went on and I trained um, further with sh um, shamanic work and plant medicine and transformational work. So that was kind of what got me into doing what I do today. Um, and then about three years ago, which was, you know, seven years into me doing this work and now helping a lot of people. And I, I had already got the book deal. Um, and in fact, Hay House had signed me to write a book called Warrior Woman. That was the book that they wanted me to write. And that was my brand. My brand was all based on this warrior woman. And I had this huge kind of shift again. I went off to the Amazon jungle and I did a two week alignment retreat with Garba Mate. And in the middle of the Amazon, I realized 
uh, I was told by the facilitator, you can't be a little bit in alignment, Nikki. You're either in alignment or you're not in alignment. And it, it really hit me like a ton of bricks. It was like, you can't be in alignment in your work and not be in alignment with the man at the shop at the end of the road or the bus driver that picks you up that day or with your husband that you're either in alignment as in a space that honors, you know, your values and who you say you are in the world everywhere, or you're not in alignment. And it really, really hit me. And it made me realize that there was more work to be done. And that was the beginning of the, where I started writing this book. And I saw that the warrior woman was a a character that was trying to survive my past, be becoming strong and, and my marriage needed to really be looked at again. And so I went through a huge shift again and I don't want to give everything away all in one answer, but that kind of really led me to where I am now. And when I came back from the jungle and I ended my marriage and I started writing the book, and as I was writing the book, every single day was like a deeper invitation of surrender. What do I need to release today? What is getting in the way of me really honoring what is true for me? Um, what is still there from my past that is coloring how I see the possibilities for my life? And every day was just like another invitation by some, by source, by something bigger, surrender, surrender. And so I knew that a new book was coming through and I wrote to Hay House and I said, look, I'm not meant to write the Warrior Woman book. That's not what I'm meant to do. Um, and, and they said, look, we just want you to write the book you were born to write. So surrender was born and it was born whilst I was going through the process. Um, and it was transformational. It, 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 yeah, it, it was like giving birth to myself and also to the book. <laughs> yeah, it is really a birthing process. And writing a book is, especially if it's about healing and our own journey, it's like a step in our own healing also and to share and to uh, transform that energy that we've carried of like anything from grief to anger and transforming that energy into something that can help others to yeah, yeah work on themselves heal and I think it's so beautiful because your book like surrender the the word surrender is so important uh, I think it's not maybe used as much as we could or should, because I think it's, it's really the key to so much. And I want to ask you, like, what is surrender to you? Well, I mean, obviously I have danced with this word a lot in the last three years, and um, there are so many levels to what it means to me, but really in essence, you know, it, when I, when I feel into the word surrender, it, reminds me deeply who we all truly are that who we all truly are is is beyond these 
identities and the stories of our minds. It is beyond all the thoughts and the ideas and the views that we have learned and absorbed that who we all truly are is this expansive space of life. And, and everything that is getting in the way of us knowing that and integrating that and embodying that is, is somehow a block or somehow an opportunity for blocking the flow. If we talk about elements or energetics, and so for me, surrender is, is every single moment that you're willing to release what you may be holding onto or gripping onto or attached to that is blocking the flow, this flow of the aliveness within you, within yourself, but also in, in your expression in the world. Um, and actually, you know, I, I truly believe that we don't ever need to find ourselves. There's no one to find that actually we already are whole and our transformation is, is about what, what are we willing to release that we're carrying that just isn't ours, that just isn't who we are. So surrender is, is both a releasing process and a birthing process that happens at the same time that as we are willing to let go of what we carry that is not ours, in that exact moment, something new and authentic can be birthed through. Um, so it's a very alive process. Um, yeah, it's it's transformational. Mm. Yeah, and I want to share like what because when I received the book and I or just th that I heard the name I felt like okay this is it's almost scary because it's so everything that you're writing is so aligned with the processes that I've went through the past years mm. and surrender was like the main thing and for, and and as you said surrender could be to release and to let go of the control that we think that we have and to release any thoughts and concepts that are not ours and and also the releasing and healing of things in our ancestral lineage and and all of these things and for me like the surrendering has been greatly around releasing the concept of what could be and what should happen so it's also like into the future like surrender to your path which means that you yeah. trust every step that you take and not go against it because life will always give us experiences that might feel yeah. not aligned with with what we thought that life would be and i think that that is a process that can take years to come into like surrender and thereby acceptance and then maybe followed by a deep like a deeper devotion a deeper knowing and and uh, that's why i love this and your path has really what you share in the book has been really around these topics and i think a lot of people that read it can can uh, definitely relate to in many different ways because we all have so many different experiences and when yes. you 
when you worked with yourself and especially you mentioned grief and that's also been a theme for many of us to release grief it can be from this life it can be ancestral and yeah it can be so many layers like how did, did you find the source of it all and and how did you work with releasing and 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 surrendering well i mean i think grief is is it's such a natural part of the life cycle you know if you think of if if we if we bring it back to the elements if we bring it back to chinese medicine on the five elements you know grief is is a, is an essential part of the the circle of life that um you know there's the birthing phase and then there's the blooming phase and then there's the kind of grounding earth phase and then eventually eventually things need to die things need to release that everything in nature goes through the similar process that that it it that eventually there's a release there's a there's a death that happens there's a dissolving and and that is a necessary part to allow more life to be born to allow more new seeds new possibilities but i think you know in our western in the western world grief is not something that has been brought into the conversation and and, and hasn't been educated on you know where i'm from in southeast asia um you know in thailand um um and also in malaysia grief can be a very common part of of um loss you know when when loss is there's there's loss that occurs you know um people will cry and wail in the streets and they won't hold back and then they release it and then they move on i'll never forget when um the tsunami happened um i think it was 2006 um and i remember i was in new york at the time and i and my mother was in malaysia and and i was looking at the destruction that had happened um around where she was and i was watching the local people just wailing in the streets and wailing in the streets they'd lost villages and and everything and then I know, I know, you know, I went to visit a few months later and they started rebuilding and I really, really walked around and they had released and they were now ready to rebuild. And it was just such this kind of, kind of beautiful um, alignment with a very natural flow of life that every, that every, with every birthing, there is an, there is a death. And actually I say that in the book, you know, the, the first chapter of the book is called the beginning of the end meaning something needs to end to allow something to begin. And so for me, you know, I, I guess because I started off, you know, I hit rock bottom so young. I, I hit such a, a dark place so young and I, I really was near death. Uh, and I, 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 it was, it's such a gift for me because I'm 42 now. And when you've, when you've tasted when you've gotten that close to your end, then it changes your relationship to life. That life becomes very meaningful. <laughs> like every moment matters. And for me, grief is grief is not something I'm afraid of. Uh, I I 
I feel like it is such a necessary part that I trust that if I if I let something go, that it is an opening for something new to be presented to me by life, by something bigger. But first we need to be courageous enough to release. And, and that in itself take, asks for a lot of courage because when you release something, often you're left with a, an emptiness you know there's a not knowing you don't know where you are there's an empty space and I think you know that's another thing that we don't really get educated on is how to be with emptiness where we're taught a lot to fill the space but to really be with that empty emptiness that comes after you've let something go and not react and not fill it immediately just to be with it that is that's another kind of education that I think is important yeah that answers yeah. your question yeah <laughs> definitely it's constantly the balance and uh, we like you said it's I love that you know the the beginning of the end and all of this like it all goes together it's like yeah like you know the infinity sign and uh, it's like in the end there's no real beginning or ending and everything melts yeah. together but it's really beautiful because even life and death like you said it's it's so different in different cultures how and it's very apparent now and I think if we we're not really aware we don't know how afraid we are of death and dying and so that like if that's within our genes and dna then in life it's hard to to process that we have this this cyclical life that yeah when when winter comes everything dies and we see it and we can accept that it's outside of us but it's hard when it's within us but really being aware like the more we go through these cycles, the more we become aware that the next time this cycle comes back, then yes. we can be in that and again, surrender to it. And even if it's, it's really, it, it can be very healing to, to work in that very consciously with nature to understand our own cycles and that's we both love chinese medicine and the elements and the and the yeah. different connections of yeah as you said also it's so important to be able to accept all emotions and if one emotion is very strong all the time that's not good for our physical health or emotional health yes um so yeah thank you for sharing that and i would love to also know as a maturation coach what what does that mean and how do you work with others in that process well i i i know that most people don't know what the word maturation means um and you know i deliberately use it i use it for a reason um and then i'd rather educate rather than use something that everybody understands you know maturation it is is literally a maturing process and 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 that that may sound strange for people listening what 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 do you mean a maturing process well 
you know, it is essentially, it is our nature to, to evolve, to mature that, um, everything in nature and we're part of nature, um, will always find a way to continue growing. Um, and even in death, it'll, it'll go into the ground and then it will regenerate and then it will, it will continue um, maturing into the next phase and, and continue and on and go on. And we're no different. So maturation is a process of, of outgrowing phases and um, stages and perceptions um, and attachments that, and identities of who we've known ourselves to be. And, and as we outgrow these phases, we, we grow into who we were born to be. And, you know, one of the most, I guess, um, biggest parts of my work is that most people, you see, we think that just because we've become older, that we have grown up. And I, and I don't say this, mean this judgmentally. I, it is actually fact. We think that because we've got older, we've grown up. But most of the time, we've just got taller. And we carry so much of our un, unresolved, um, unhealed childhood into our adult worlds. Um, and whatever it is that, that has stayed with us from our past, that is unwhole, incomplete, will, will um, contaminate how we see and experience our present, how we behave, how we speak, how we see the world, and so maturation is a process of outgrowing your past, um, releasing your past, not just healing trauma, but in, in outgrowing your past, it, as well as releasing and healing the wounds, it also shifts your perception. It shifts your ability to see the world in a different way. It shifts your, your consciousness in how you know yourself and who you know yourself as. So it is a process of, of evolving and growing. And I say in the book, I think I opened the book with it when I say, you know, my work is I, I help people grow um, and not the kind of growing that is like becoming bigger and, and stronger, um, but the kind of growing like a maturing, like the seed, the rose seed will, its destiny is to grow into the rose or the caterpillar's destiny is to grow into the butterfly. Well, I believe that each one of us has, our destiny is to, is to evolve, evolve in consciousness. Um, and, and with that also requires a, a, an outgrowing of states of being that we're in. So I guess that's a very long-winded way to say that I help people shift their life um, and heal their pasts so that they don't have to continue carrying what they have brought, absorbed from um, ancestors before them and what they have also experienced in their own childhood that we don't have to keep passing it on into the next cycle into the next generations and also into how we are in the world um, mm. that when we can truly outgrow these states then we become who we were born to be. We become these very alive, authentic, conscious states of, of being in the world where we can be in a new relationship with life. Mm, that's so beautiful. I love that. I love the, like the inner 
maturation process that you yeah before you i i wasn't sure what it was and i think it's so um like we 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 can think that we're maturing but may, usually it's like on the external level but we haven't really done the work so it's really yeah. this whole thing with alignment um i think that's very challenging to be fully like aligned on all levels sometimes um i think we all have to be conscious of that and compassionate to that and uh, yeah. yeah i think that's beautiful work and because you share some like cases and things like this also and i would love to know since i've also chosen to focus a little bit on the podcast on like the whole uh, feminine and womb work and also um the he- like uh, um, like female health issues because that's also what got me into chinese medicine the most that was my like point of interest how have you seen you have worked with a lot of people have you seen any pa- because i can see in chinese medicine patterns with the same type of issues coming up and in this process that you're helping your clients for example if you're you're a woman and you're bleeding and you have these very intense bleeds and periods and in your work what have you seen that 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 is um, connected to well i mean this i mean there's so many answers to that question um i i think the first thing i want to say is is um it's that i everything is connected everything is connected uh and i have seen that time and time again enough to absolutely trust and know that for sure um that the physical ailments that are happening in the body are not separate from the the emotional trauma that we carry in the body and it is not separate from the cravings that we have for the foods that we eat to um the lifestyle choices that we make to the kind of relationships that we choose everything is connected um and you know it's really kind of mind blowing when you really start to dig deeper and you look into it that I'll, and i'll use myself as an example you know um uh the story that i had attached myself to um as a little girl was that my mother's anger my mother's rage was because i was bad and so i that became my identity it became my reality that i'm bad that who i am is bad in the world and so what does that then how does that then impact everything my breath my body um the the way that i m- go into my life everything was affected by that um the way that i ate was um ways that would try to suppress feeling any kind of emotion um and the more that i suppressed the emotion the more emotion there was um that would then lead me to um choose lifestyle choices that was always trying to keep me busy and overworked then that would lead me to then beating myself up and feeling bad again and and everything was connected to the root of the story that i identified with um and that really is what i see you know with 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 all my clients that 
it always comes back to the root of the story that you've identified with, because that is essentially our, what we, who we think we are. That's, that's the me that we think we are. And, and, and whatever comes with that, whatever sets of emotional experiences um, will then affect the cravings that we have, the ways that we breathe, the movers, movements that we have with our body. Um, and, and so, you know, it, it's very complex. Um, it's hard to kind of get into it in one answer here, except just to, just to really say, you know, if you're having health issues, let's say I have one client in here. It's the first one that I use, um, the case study, um, Sally, you know, she, she had so many allergies. She came to me, she had like, she, she couldn't even go outside, um, without getting sick. She was allergic to dust now. Um, and when I sat opposite her, I could also see like, she was this in this kind of frozen, state she just looked like she was constantly kind of vibrating and frozen so instantly i could tell there was trauma in the body just by the frozenness that she was carrying but also all her health symptoms allergies um the skin uh, mucus i was like oh there's something going on here with her lungs which is of course chinese medicine um and so then I, I got her form in, her kind of preparation form before our first session. And I look for it. I'm like, okay, where, where is it? Where is it? Where is the trauma? Where is it? Where is it? And then boom, there it is. You know, she was a little girl and she lost her father very suddenly. He, he got in an accident um, and he died instantly. She never dealt with it. She never did any work around it. And of course that's the lungs, isn't it? It's suppressed grief a lifetime of suppressed grief and so I knew then that was that was kind of the way in and in the session we then begin releasing the grief but then of course we need to start looking at diet um, as well and lifestyle changes and you know it everything started to be part of her transformation her maturation process you know but it had to begin with where's the root where's the frozen moment for her that that kept the body in a in a frozen state in the past you know i'm happy to say that sally is 95 percent symptom free she lives a, she's actually qualified in a completely new career now um and i like that story because it shows people so much how everything is connected yeah i love that case uh that you shared and and to see that there's always this really emotional or energetic root of and everything that we're experiencing in the body it's rarely just like physical causes and everything it connects and everything affects each other like in the body in our emotional mental spiritual like every part of us so thank you so much yes. for sharing that i it's so exciting and I really, really love your book, and I hope that as many people as possible can can benefit from this and and read it because uh, oh, and this quote came up. I have to just read it. I love this. Your maturation is about unlearning what is blocking your ability to see who you truly are. Surrendering to the not knowing is your pathway to becoming free. 
That is so beautiful. Thank you so much, Nikki. And I want to ask if you have anything you would like to share and also if people want to work with you, connect with you or join your courses or retreats, uh, please share that as well. I think the beginning, the first thing I want to say is just everyone listening. If you are struggling with just constantly ending up in the same repeated patterns, if you find yourself getting to a point where you keep trying your best to make your life better, to change things, to to feel better, but you end up back in the same kind of struggle or the same pain, you know, before you start to go into resignation, before you start to think that, you know, something more free is not possible for you, I want you to know this, every single person, every single one of us is born into this world whole, that it is our essential nature. It, we are already everything and nothing. We are already wholeness. And so the problems that you are seeing in your life are not who you are. They are not who you are. And so I want you to know this because you're not doing anything wrong. You're not, you're not doing anything bad. You're just, you've just been trying to survive. And you've been trying to survive because of something from your past or some pain. And so that's the first thing I want everyone to hear, that, that your problems are not who you are and you're not doing anything wrong. It is the nature of human being to try and find ways to survive. So if this is you, please do get the book um, and, and start your maturation journey so that you can remember that you are the one that is already has all the power um, and that your problems aren't don't need to define you anymore that's kind of for the listeners um, and then for anyone that wants to work with me you can find me on my website www.nikkiclinch.com that has all our programs on there i lead a lot of programs and um, workshops and i mentor people one-to-one -one. Um, you can buy the book on the website as well um, and you can also follow me on Instagram, which is Nikki underscore clinch. Um, and that, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. I will share all of the links in the show notes as well. And I want to thank you so much for being here and sharing your story and yeah, writing this beautiful book. I'm very grateful. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you thank so much. You. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you want to connect with Nikki, you have all of her links in the show notes. She's amazing. Check her book out. It is life-changing. You can either have it as a, a physical book or an ebook or audio book if you want to listen to her voice. It's in the Hay House app and it's so beautiful. I've been reading and listening and I just love Every, the content and everything that it, it's helping me with on my path so check her out and I hope you are feeling full and abundant and just preparing yourself for the upcoming equinox and full moon being very gentle and 
having an open heart to see what this transformational time will bring into your life. And if you want to work with me, you can find my website in the show notes. I also have a new four-week healing program that I have offered as an integrative healing process for everyone who's looking to do that. And you can also check out my book, The Law of Positivism. Let's take a deep inhalation in through the nose and a long exhalation through your mouth. And thank you so much for being here. 